When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Let me, come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks. And ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. What did you do? I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We are back. A special Halloween episode here. So uh, I am excited because every Halloween, uh, we add on to our horror movie series, which uh, I feel like the first two, we really stumbled into something here. But before that, Quacklights had a lot of great ideas for the Halloween costumes. I think um, the biggest one that I saw was uh, the Hall brothers as Criss Cross instead of Kid and Play. Mm-hmm. So that was good. What else? Uh, there's, there's, people liked Averman as Bill Clinton. And see that. Uh, I think there's one. Yeah, I think there's one other one that I was like, oh, that's a good one too. Wasn't there a Ross Perot? Yeah, there was, there was a whole uh, – somebody, I think it was uh, 28 KBS tweets, uh, had a whole list of his own. Um, I think Tommy Duncan would have been a funny Ross Perot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a, a video that many people sent us of Charlie Conway um, playing Pacey. Uh, Charlie Conway turned into an actor in uh, Dawson's Creek. Uh, playing Pacey, he was William Wallace in one episode. Uh, he mm. dressed up as William Wallace. Uh, yes, I actually watched that relatively recently. So yeah, so I think we nailed it there. Um, and then the the obsession with Batman. Apparently, Joshua Jackson or, or Charlie Conway. He goes by Joshua Jackson. That's his sort of a uh, stage name. Uh, he was one of the finalists uh, for Batman back in 2008. Lost to Christian Bale. So it all. Really? Sort of, yeah, there's an wow. MTV News article on that. Wait, who was? I can't, I can't imagine that. He was one of four finalists, he said, uh, for Batman. I'm sure his agent said that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he said he couldn't really complain, though, because Christian Bell was great. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we really nailed it, uh, I feel like, in all fronts there. So congratulations to us. But um, – I, I don't need any depressing news, so we're going to skip the Kin Token update this week, and let's just go straight into the topic at hand. So we had, uh, in 2018, we came up with Duck Hunter. Um, that was where we 
introduced this legendary Halloween monster, McKill. Uh, the Ducks were at a training camp. They were at a campground. McKill came out, uh, killed a lot of people. They thought they drowned him. That's where we sort of left off with Duck Hunter 1. Duck Hunter 2, 2019, uh, we came back. Uh, it was called uh, Duck Hunter 2 Hunting Season. So McKill got out of the campground and started hunting people uh, in the city. Um, eventually, the Ducks escape into uh, a hotel where Jack Riley, who has, uh, he was sort of birthed McKill as well. So McKill, we got a little backstory in Duck Hunter 2 where McKill uh, was so upset over the loss, he took an experimental cocktail of steroids and turned into this monster. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was basically uh, McKill in a hotel against the remaining surviving ducks. And uh, there's a kitchen scene uh, where they fight in the kitchen. That leads to a gas leak, and the whole hotel burned down. Um, and that's sort of where we left off Duck Hunter 2. The final scene is uh, sort of a time lapse to the next day, and you, you sort of see the rubble, and then you see the rubble move a little bit. And then that's where we left it off. Um, so we are now going to uh, Duck Hunter 3. And uh, the, we just to clarify, so if we were to continue, we're thinking probably a reboot here, but if we were to continue, there would be uh, Charlie Fulton, Julie, and Averman are still alive. Bombay and McKay are still alive. And then I'm pretty sure Peter Mark is still alive. I thought he was dead in, D, in Duck Hunter 1, D1. Uh, but I think he survived, and then I forgot about him in D2, so I think technically he's still alive. Uh, but that's a quick recap for uh, everyone who did not listen to the last two Duck Hunters. If you haven't, I recommend you go back and do. But uh, now we are tasked with coming up with Duck Hunter 3. And um, Tommy, I, Tommy came up with an idea that I think uh, might have some legs here. So first off, it's going to be something along the lines of Duck Hunter 3D. Mm. So this will be a 3D horror movie. And we all know that horror movies take a lot of creative licensing. And so what we're doing at this one, essentially a parallel universe, where it's still a horror movie, still a horror setting. But for whatever reason, the Mighty Ducks are playing an exhibition hockey game on the moon. And so they're, uh, they're traveling via advanced space shuttle, whatever, to the moon to play this exhibition. And so kind of put your uh, reality caps uh, behind you there. And so along the way, things get weird because McKill shows up. And so this is a... While they're on the spaceship? I imagine so. Um, you know, if I know good horror writing, um, <laughs> they'll think they're... They, uh, they made it to the moon, okay, then some other shit happens. Okay. Um, so is there, there's no continuation from... No continuation. This is essentially all the same characters, but a different a different strand. Right. And so... So all the ducks are back. All the ducks are back. Perfect. It's just as if there was like a, um, like a Halloween Simpsons episode where even if all the characters died in one, they'd be okay in the next skit. Yeah, but that's the Simpsons. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and, and McKill is so grounded in reality. Well, I, I feel like whenever horror movies do this, like this reboot, or not reboot, but whatever you want to call it, continuation, it's normally with like a new crew, like a new 
cast of characters and maybe like one central one that returns right you don't like, want to see the mighty ducks in space getting off one by one i'm just saying we have to have some kind of continuity to it some kind of continuity so do you think it needs to be the surviving ducks are going to space yes and and then maybe okay. like along with their like hawk like some of the old hawks or something yeah and they've got plenty of new, new characters, characters to introduce okay yeah, i can we, appreciate we that characters. as okay. long as we acknowledge that peter mark shows up at some point to save the day yes <laughs> okay it can, yeah, be called, so. it can be called Miss the Mark. <laughs> oh, and remind me again who the surviving uh, ducks are. Charlie Conway, mm-hmm. Fulton Reed, Julie Gaffney, Lesh slash Dave Averman, and Peter Mark. And then Bombay and McKay. So in, in D1, Bombay and McKay left the campground to get help and then came back at the end and sort of missed everything. In D2... They were locked in a closet for all of it. So they really haven't had any action. Um, oh, they got a lot of action in that closet. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> so, yeah. And then obviously you could add, I mean, we haven't really talked about a Han slash Jan factor um, or anything like that. I think we briefly mentioned it in the last episode, but it didn't really go anywhere. Um, so, any Eden Hall characters? Have we mentioned them at all? We have not brought up any of those. I think we've brought up the, the Hawks and Larson and stuff like that. And obviously Riley. Riley sort of sacrifices himself in D2 um, to let the Ducks escape at a certain point. Um, so we have, yeah, we have Eden Hall right for the picking. So, so we're saying so we sort of open. Do we have to explain anything at this point? Or are we just open with the Ducks going to space and, and – uh, well, I mean, you could open with, like, Charlie and Fulton walking with bags in hand, being like, I can't believe they invited us to play an exhibition on the moon or something and, like and, that. And I, and I feel like they could, like, allude to it, like, like we're, we're lucky to even be here or whatever, you know, something like that after last summer or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, and should it be something where they, they're probably discussing, like, yeah, we barely have enough team. I'm glad they gave us, like, so-and-so. Yeah. And it I could mean, be, like, the Eden Hall varsity to pad out their team you could do or it could just be new characters maybe uh did we involve any of the other hawks in the first one i believe we involved larson but i don't remember i don't remember 100 percent. got it so i i I feel like uh um uh gunner stall maybe could could uh come back and be part of this yeah yeah, they could. Yeah, I mean, if you're sending a a world team, yeah, to well, play, yeah. Are question, question, who are they playing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are they question. playing aliens? Or are they playing another human team? Kind of got a little, little bit of a Space Jam vibe where they're playing aliens. <laughs> so aliens <laughs> have discovered some cartoon characters. <laughs> it's aliens, and they want to play the world hockey team, the world <laughs> youth hockey team, it led by it. the Ducks. Uh, I don't like that. I don't. Like, no, I I feel like the. the I, what we've gotten to to this point has been like grounded in at least some semblance of like reality. Like I feel like that would just completely jump the shark, and just be completely absurd. Well, how the hell else are they supposed to be playing in outer space, Kevin? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe like it's a Hendrix hockey promotion. Yeah, like maybe they're playing like some NHL All Stars or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> these kids, I guess these kids are super fans. Or, or well, wait, how about this? How about this? maybe iceland also has like i imagine there's like some base or something on the moon right sure maybe it's like a rematch against iceland or something like that iceland has developed an amazing hot uh space, <laughs> space program. program yeah <laughs> okay 
or maybe you could bring like Russia into it or something. So I think what happens is they got to play Iceland, right? We can say that. Right. Or like, and they're calling it like, oh, like the rematch on the moon. And it's kind of like, hey, we're, we're debuting our new like moon space station, which has families in it. What better way than to play some hockey because it's so cold up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wait, ducks. Wait, quick, quick, quick house, housekeeping thing. So will, will this be like a hockey game where they're like floating around? And like, no, there's gravity on the moon, Kevin. It's been established. But they would be able to like <laughs> jump over each other and stuff. They're probably wearing some kind of gravity skates to make it simulate Earth gravity, oh, just like yeah. every single like gravity moon skates. Okay. movie show. I, I would rather watch. I would rather watch the former where they're like, you know, jumping. You, you see like, <laughs> no, no, no. There's like, definitely gonna be like times where they like press their skate and that like they can ooh, jump over like, like in Starship Troopers. Yeah. When they're playing that football game. Great. Film. Okay. Yeah. Great film. Yeah, I mean, that's easily worked in. Like, there's just a scene of them arriving or, or on the spaceship where they're like, oh, look at these gravity skates. These are awesome. And they're yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm good with that. And, I'm good and, with that. And, and so kind of one of the um, setting things up is Eden Hall Varsity. They, like, pluck players from Eden Hall Varsity to pad out their team because they have to get more players because so right. many of them have been murdered. And on, like, the way up there and then, like, part of, like, on the moon base, strange things are happening. And so the ducks think that Eden Hall is like pranking them and it starts to go a little bit too far. Mm. But in reality, it's McKill who has like stowed away. Okay. And so they're just like, wow, you know, um, Cole or whatever has really upped up his prank game. He, he tried to like suck out all the oxygen in the space shuttle. <laughs> in reality, it was McKill or something along those lines. Like strange like things that. are happening on the way. Okay. So do we as viewers know that this is McKill or are we just sort of as in the dark as the ducks here? Do we I think, think it's Cole? I, I think you get uh, like maybe towards the end of the, like the the flight trip, whatever you want to call it, out there. Like I think you like like the lights go out or something, and like Julia the Gaffney is like I don't know in the bathroom or something, and then you like see McKill behind it, and then the lights oh. flicker again, and he's gone. So oh I, I yeah, like something like so that. So it, it's it's like strange things happen because they're talking maybe like Charlie and Fulton are like we're not letting them get any pranks across us like on the way up there. And then, like, you also see Eden Hall talking about, like, pranking. And so you think it's just, like, pranks. It's like, hey, something just w- went on with this. And, like, Charlie and Fulton look at each other like, oh, here we go. But there's, like, little nods to it being the kill. Being like, like, hey, what's with that, like, coffin-shaped box that was added here at the last <laughs> second? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I like this. And then there's a lot of animosity between the Ducks and the Varsity. And they're in a small, confined space. Um, so do we know how McKill got on this ship? Or is this just a mystery? Like, do we show that McKill, I don't know, was like got out of the rubble I, and snuck I, on the ship? Or is I, I he just like on you, it? I feel like you could maybe like allude to it in like, they're like, oh, uh, that's weird. Like, it looks like security was down for 20 seconds last night or whatever like right before they take off mm. and or something like that so it's like kind of like unclear but like i mean obviously everybody that's watching it knows like what's going probably on probably something like in in home alone you know where they sleep in so they're rushing to get the airport you can imagine they like like charlie fulton averman or something they like somehow almost missed the flight and so it was real chaotic getting on yeah and so later on in the movie they're like once they've realized McKill is in there, they like look at security footage and they realize in all that chaos, McKill was able to get on. Gotcha. I like that. Okay. Okay. So we see McKill near the end. Um, ducks not, and not Varsity. necessarily near the end. 
Near I the end of the, the fr- trip to the moon. Oh, yes. So within, like, the first yeah. 30 minutes of the movie, it's established that Mikhail is behind this. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it'd have to be... Because, like, we're assuming... Are we assuming they get to the moon at some point? Yes. They, okay. they get... Yeah. To- so, so, yeah, like, so the first 30 minutes would be, like, the trip, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it'd have to be. Otherwise, this would be a really long movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they arrive at the moon. Uh, we get our first glimpse of Mikhail. Ducks and Varsity are still... Uh, at each other's throats here so they get to the moon i'm assuming they get to this moon base and maybe check out the arena um or uh are they greeted by anybody like what happens once we get to the moon here well is this like a hendrix event yeah i think this is a hendrix promotion um like wait wait, hockey wait. on the moon hockey in anywhere so okay just to clear this up so to this point nobody has been killed like there's, there's, there will not have been any killing to this point. I, I wonder if do you need something on the shuttle? Well, maybe you it's need someone, something on the shuttle. Maybe someone it almost not, gets killed. Or it doesn't have to be a character either. Like it could be like a support crew or something where it's like, you know, like a character. You always have those guys in like mm-hmm. horror movies where it's like they just happen to be a casualty. And it's like, oh, what, where did whatever? I thought he was making the trip. It's like the, the co-pilot, not co-pilot, but like some like support, like PR yeah, like, person like went down in blow sure. decks and didn't come back. Or, yeah. or somebody that works like on the shuttle. like a, a And maybe they like, probably so before they get on the flight, they're just like, there's some tour guide or not guide who's like, I'm your, like a Miss McKay type character who's like, I'm your guide to everything on the moon and gives them all like an access card. This gets you into all like the cool moon behind the scenes stuff. And so they'll have them. And there's like some support person who also has it. That person dies below yeah. deck, and so that mm-hmm. way McKill gets one of those cards. Yes. Oh. And that also kind of puts the ducks in varsity behind each other because when things start going awry, they keep blaming each other. Like, ah. hey, you guys have cards just like us. Um, I think when they get to the moon, there's um, Tibbles, and he's flanked by Hans and Jan, being like, okay. look who I found. And this is so assuming that, or I guess it's Hans, we, this is we pre Hans. We previously killed Tibbles, is that a problem? Oh, we did? Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> It could, get, like, it could be like somebody Tibble's old assistant them. or something. Yeah, that's like taking his place. And it's got to be like, um, so you know, an alien. You have the, um, God, I forget the actor's name, but he's kind of like a corporate, a corporate guy who wants to preserve the alien, like mm-hmm. um, keep it alive to like come back and study. So someone who's a little bit slimy who thinks like, oh, this McKill thing, this could be great for ratings or something, or somehow like that. Okay. So yeah, so we have like, um, like a Tom Nibbles. And Jan and Han, um, and or maybe he thinks, "Hey, we have to put it on this game, no matter what, even if there's a McKill like stalking them." Okay, so do the Ducks and Varsity notice? So the Ducks and Varsity notice the support person's missing. Do they think he or she is dead, or do they just uh, are like, "Hey, what happened?" And then it's sort of like passed at, but not really gotten into. I, th- I think maybe like before that, like they were getting annoyed by him, so they kind of like ditched him on the ship. <laughs> and then so then like once they get there, they're like, "Whatever happened to that guy?" Like we haven't seen him. And then like that's kind of it. Yeah, they, it they're like, like, oh, kind of like, mm, you know, there's yeah, always that moment. Like something. it seems like in horror movies where something isn't quite clear, but they just kind of move past it. You know? Okay. Okay, and it so, could be something where like the support person was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't do great with flying," and so that's why they got to go below deck because they're like, "I'm gonna go down there to like get sick," and it's like, "Oh, I guess he got sick down there. We'll catch up with him later." Okay, so yeah, so we get to the moon. They, I assume, settle in at some point. Um, they settle in. They've got their all access cards. Um, 
and then I think when they settle in, some like McKill shows up and kills someone. Yeah, right. somebody's okay. got to die pretty quickly once they get there. I think. And okay. I think, and I think it's Averman. <laughs> Fair. Ooh. Or, is it or, like or full... unless we want to kill off somebody like that's like a, a no, new. And, no, a new I think character. you got to kill off a duck. Um, yeah. And it, is it something where you know he's dead for sure, or is it like an off-screen death where maybe he could come back, a la Jamie Kennedy in Scream? Because mm. so... Averman is like Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking. Like Scream, like Scream always had like the the goofy guy get killed first. Okay. Um, wait, and it wasn't Jamie Kennedy in Scream. It was Jamie Kennedy in. No, yeah, it was Jamie Kennedy in Scream. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I can't believe that's Jamie Kennedy. Oh, <laughs> I need to watch that. Okay. So, yeah, so Averman is, like, settling in, putting his bags down by his bed or something, and then McKill grabs him and takes him off screen, well, and you just keep yeah, yelling. Well, how about this? Like, the entire flight, like, Julie the Cat was, like, flirting with Averman, and he thinks he's finally, like, going to score with oh, her. Yeah. And then so he's, like, getting into his room, and the door shuts, and he's like, oh, so you finally decided, and then it's McKill. <laughs> I like that. And he's like, yeah. no, you're supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So Averman's gone. They, I was, I guess they go to like practice the next day. And they, they probably have like a meet and greet and they also right. tour the facility. Yeah. And they're like, where's Averman? And like, oh, I, I called him and he didn't come. He's, like, he's probably goofing around or whatever. And then yeah. like, and maybe Averman was it. making jokes too. Like, I'm going to go like, yeah. you know, run around and like pull down the flag of Neil Armstrong or something. <laughs> okay so yeah so they go they tour the facility Averman's missing um and then do we get like another killing at this point when does McKill really reveal I, I, I think there's like McKill tries to off everyone at once by like flipping some switch or the airlock and something and the ducks in Eden Hall are kind of like blaming each other for it they eventually it's like very tense they all escape it's like they're touring like the historic moon landing site mm -hmm. um and they like maybe get in like spacesuits they're jumping around but they can't get back into the facility because like the door is like totally locked and there's like you guys took this prank too far blah 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 they eventually make it back in after they almost run out of like air somehow i don't know they're just like hey grab this extra bag of hockey sticks we had and bust down this bubble i don't mm -hmm. know um and then that's when they kind of realize that, okay, if it wasn't you guys, it wasn't us, like, who did this? And then that's when, like, McKill just, like, grabs one of them oh, or cool. something like that. That's good. That's good. Or they so see, they... like, oh, there's Averman. Like, Averman, uh, was he yeah, the one pranking like us? And it's, like, a dead body floats by. Oh, Ooh, that's I like that. Yeah, a dead Averman just floating. Like, it's like, it, like it's it's him floating, and then he like hits the hits the bubble or whatever. And, it's <laughs> and, and maybe there's like a hawk emblem, like like Ooh. carved into his face. Oh. They're just like, oh my god, it's McKill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's McKill. They're all freaking out. Maybe the varsity doesn't realize. Like, oh yeah, Cole's like, what a bunch of wusses. Yeah, the gravity <laughs> of the situation. The gravity. Oh, nice, nice, nice. words. Yeah, Mike. that was definitely intentional. Um, so are 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 Bombay and McKay on this ship, or is this just players? Bombay came on another ship because he's like, hey, I was on vacation. Like, I'm I'm joining you guys to watch. I'm a VIP. Okay, so. I'm assuming is Bombay on this tour? Does like B Bombay and McKay know what's happening right now, or are they still away? So I think they probably have a side plot where maybe they are 
like maybe shown like the security systems and everything and maybe they're watching everything unfold like mm -hmm. in a in like a high security like vault if you will where they have access to all these cameras and then like the comms were cut so they're trying to find a way to contact the ducks in eden hall about like hey shit's going down how do we like warn them um and maybe they see like averman get killed but they can't contact anyone and then they see cole get killed and they're just like okay how can we like control these systems to maybe trap McKill or something like that. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. So they're, they're really on a quest to save everybody. Yeah. So, so we're saying like Cole's like, Oh, what a bunch of wishes. And then he dies. Yeah. And it's very obvious. Like, and they're just like, McKill is back. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, Charlie's like, now don't you believe me or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So do we make it to this game or is the rest of the movie just like a, plot to try to escape McKill. I feel like maybe you play the game like immediately after that first like after they, like they see Averman or, okay. or they still think it's a prank or something like they don't quite take it seriously um, or, or I don't know I, I don't, or maybe they, well, or I think the question is what happens to Iceland or something and... is they go to their first practice they're shooken up oh. and I, th I think the real question is, is what is Iceland's involvement in all of this and are those just like another 15 bodies for us to get like killed because we're going to want like some iceland characters to like you know yeah. to build them up just to kill them yeah so i mean maybe we have like iceland starts missing players at their practice like they just they don't realize what's happening but they're like where's uber Havik and sanderson and we both know like assume they're both and you dead. could um you could cut into like them walking to the practice facility and bombay and mckay are like furiously trying to fix something because they see mckill waiting or mckill yeah. has like rigged oh. an explosion yeah okay so yeah so then after that like iceland goes through the practice ducks rush in say hey there's a madman on the loose on the moon um and maybe maybe they have to like play this game to sort of trap mckill into a certain space or like use themselves as bait i think this game could be a plot device here uh, i could see mckill sneaking onto the iceland team as well and killing one of the ducks <laughs> on ice that's yeah, but good. then, but then, how does how does he get away after that? Like the lights go out, <laughs> or he's got those gravity boots, those gravity skates. <laughs> oh, the gravity yeah. skates. <laughs> okay, so uh, just to recap here, so um, the ducks in Iceland eventually meet up, and uh, so they fill Iceland in. They decide, hey, we have to play this game to sort of lure Mikkel out because yeah. everybody's going to be in the same location so they start and playing everyone knows mckill loves attention so he'll yeah. be drawn to that so they start playing this game and it's revealed that mckill is on the iceland team he's on the bench yeah as sanderson oh. or something yeah he just like sidles up as a player on the end of the bench and then just starts murdering a lot of people so mckill has gotten onto the iceland bench and he's played a little bit and it's kind of like oh that guy's real rough or whatever um during the first intermission he um he kills a couple Iceland players in the in the locker room. Somehow he like drowns them in the shower. I don't know. Um, makes it back on, and then he um he he's got to kill a duck, or mortally I, wound one of them. Are you, are you saying on ice? On ice. Well, I or he could like like you were saying like in the locker room, like in between periods or something, and then it's like he 
I, I don't know. I don't know if he like poses as a trainer and says he's like out because he's sick or something. Or I think what know. happens is that the ducks start to realize that's who it is, and Fulton's like, I gotta like, I know what to do, and he and he picks a fight with him. Oh, he's a bash brother, and so okay, you know, they let him throw down their gloves, and this way, McKill is unveiled. So it's like, see, I told you it's not safe, but now it's just him and McKill duking it out. And I think the question would be, well, why don't they just rush in to help McKill? Is it something where McKill has like rigged something to explode? Bombay's finally able to get his communications like, hey, McKill has put bombs all over the arena. Like if you, you can't kill him now because, you know, he hid the key or something. I don't know. Okay. So we're saying Bombay and McKay are still stuck. So they they're got still stuck, but they've, they've fixed their communications to pipe in over the PA. Oh, okay. So yeah, so they at the beginning they got stuck. McKill stuck them in this vault, and then they, they... well, they, they got they got stuck in like the security center, um, which is essentially like an underground bunker. But mm-hmm. McKill locked them in there because like, hey, I've got okay. the adults out of the way. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, this is good because in D two, when they escaped to the hotel, Riley, who has sort of created this beast, gave a chalk chalk on how to beat McKill. Mm. Um, so like the McKill's weak spots. We never really identified how you would actually kill it and have it make sense without them having already drowned and burned McKill. But um, so maybe Ful- Fulton knows this and that's why he squares up with him. Um, yeah, I mean, the question, maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe he already starts setting off some bombs and like there's like just a chasm between mckill and fulton and the rest of the oh yeah and the ice split in half like right when they're about to fight little little, uh star wars illusion Mm -hmm. there (laughs) yeah they're um the arena the moon base is rigged to explode Mm -hmm. um because mckill is an incredible engineer i guess (laughs) has put bombs all over the place so the ducks cannot get to mckill because he has rigged the arena with bombs and these have started to explode so we have a chasm in the ice between mckill and fulton and the ducks so one side is fulton and the ducks and and everybody else whoever has been allowed to watch uh this moon base game and the other side is mckill and a bunch of dead bodies is everyone following so far yes I like that. Okay. And that's where we're going to end it here. So we're going to come back next year, but we need the Quacklight's help on on how you want us to finish this. We're going to leave it with Cliffhanger. You send us your thoughts on how this ends for everybody. And I'd like the Quacklight's to think about how does Orion come to like Duck Hunter 3D Part 2? And and Uh, feel free to act it out too. You know, if you want to get some of your buddies together and, 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 you know, do a little, uh, a little script reading, if you come up with the script. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of places this could go. So um, that is the end of uh, Duck Hunter 3D. Do we have a tagline? McKillen space? I I did throw out the missed your mark, but we haven't even talked about your mark. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's like, um, um, like, I guess we, I was gonna say into the darkness, but isn't that a Star Trek thing? I think so. <laughs> uh, we can steal it. It's fine. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Like, like, 
I think you just like, call it Duck Hunter 3D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. And that kind of follows convention of like how these weird ones, like kind of one-off like space type ones, like Jason X all right. and all that. Um, so, yeah. Halloween like 2021. Yeah, Halloween 2021. Well, I think, I think we just call it 3D because we want that cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, so it ends there and people don't know there's a part two until uh, the end of the movie. And then, it's, and then it says like to be concluded or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll come back next year with uh, Duck Hunter 3D Part 2. Perfect. Can can we do quick quick quack questions since I I did put out a call for them? Sure, Um, sure. Let's um, let's run through it quickly. Okay, Uh, this first one, there there are two of them. See if we can squeeze these in. Uh, First one comes from uh, at Paul M. uh, Franzen on Twitter. Uh, Paul's question is, uh, did Hans have any unfinished business when he passed away? If so, what was it? And does it ever get resolved? Or is he doomed to haunt the skate shop for all eternity? Well, spooky question for you. Yeah, I think... I think he has loads of unfinished business. Yeah, I think, I mean, he's running an empire. Um, So there's a lot of people that hate him. A lot of, um, you know, he's done some good for the community with, uh, you know, this peewee hockey league that has uh, seemed to help everybody. But... Yeah, I mean, I think I think part of his like punishment is that he's sort of stuck in this purgatory, um, and he's stuck in the skate shop, just haunting the skate shop because of all the bad deeds he's done. I like it. I think you well, could have like also a a Disney Plus series about him mm. being a ghost who like helps out the ducks later in life, and it's more mm. wholesome. Oh, I like it. Like an angels in the outfield Rocky. steal. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, like and, and then uh, our old friend uh, Jared Beasley, who's at jbeasley seven 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 on Twitter. Uh, Jared's question is. Uh, which ducks scam young kids out of candy, and what scam do they pull? Mm, I think I think Peter Mark and Carp have to be the obvious answers here. Yeah, I think they pull like a little bait and switch where it's like they, Carp they, is like they fill on a the... pillowcase with like rocks and like uh, they like offered a trade. Oh, so much candy I got! Yeah, yeah, I'm like it's oh yeah, full of giant Hershey bars or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I, I could see that, and then maybe them just like when a kid like sets down his bucket, just like snatch and run. Yeah, I think it's not gonna like, be some like high, you know, high education operation. You know, it's gonna be just like <laughs> snatch and grab kind of thing. Yeah. You could also see Fulton kind of like giving his like he sees them steal like a little girl's like pumpkin thing, and he yeah. gives his to her or something. Yeah, I like mm. that. Speaking of wholesome, yeah. you're you're in a wholesome mood today, Tommy. <laughs> I am in a wholesome mood. I think um, like election Tommy, season is just so nice. <laughs> I think Tommy and Tammy could have a little um, move there where like Tammy pretends she falls and then says, oh, hey, um, and like I need help. And then the kids come down and then they grab it and, uh, you know, run away. But uh, love to hear your thoughts for us, thequacktape.com. Go there, contact us at quacktapepod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktapepod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us how you think the ducks scam kids out of candy. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Bye. Ain't no turning back. Got to be the man of the